everyone, and welcome to itsyourseason.life, where we are discovering and living life at any age. I'm Lisa Boson. I'm here to introduce you to people like you and me who have rediscovered themselves, stretched their abilities, and to me, kept their light under a bushel basket. I hear their stories and think, wow, that is so cool. These are ordinary people doing the extraordinary. So what are we doing? Well, you know how you'd love to hear your peers succeed, get inspired by those who just try? That's us. That's itsyourseason.life. Don't forget to follow us on our website, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I'm there sharing weekly updates and, of course, what's in season, be it people, food, feelings, and nature. So let's get started. Well, welcome everyone to It's Your Season Life. It is Monday, September the 28th, and I have an amazing guest for you today. You think I do a lot, maybe, but this woman is truly, truly just an, an extraordinary individual with the amount of energy and the amount, number of projects that she does. You're just going to find her delightful. Our guest is Lynn Trent. I have known her, gosh, I think 20 years now. We started working together at MD Anderson Cancer Center. And her primary career has been in human resources. But she has this amazing other life. She is currently program manager extraordinaire for the McGovern Medical School. And is mm-hmm. really just, just some great work with that as well. But she has this whole other facet side to her that I think you will find intriguing and hopefully inspiring that even though stuff happens to you, man, you just keep on going. And Lynn has done that. <laughs> so we're going to get started. Welcome, Lynn. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hi. Thank you, Lisa. And thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm really excited about this. Oh, I I am too. I have a jillion questions, and but I always kind of start with, you know, how to talk us through kind of one. I know you have we have like five projects to get through, but what is your big passion right now that you're working on? Oh gosh, besides baking. No, um, let's start with the baking. <laughs> The baking, the baking. Oh, well, the the baking baking has always been my passion. Uh, I've been doing this. I've been baking since I was a little girl. I always have an interest in it. But um, throughout high school, starting my sophomore year, that's when I started to work um, at a bakery at Randall's. And, you know, at that time, the only thing that I knew about baking is a glazed donut. That's all I knew. Oh and nothing else. <laughs> and so I worked my way up and I find any kind of opportunities at all. Whenever I have free time, I would ask the cake decorator, show me how to ice a cake, how to make a rose out of icing. And I just, you know, throughout my three years there, I learned everything uh, pretty much to know. Uh, but not baking, just decorating and preparing a products. But lo and behold, I mean, like 20, 30 something years later, I'm doing everything from scratch, baking to decorating to delivering. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> it, it really is crazy because I'm thinking you still have a full-time job and you do this as a hobby right now. Is that correct? That is correct. I'm, I'm mainly doing it. As my side hobby, and <laughs> and I take orders when when I think the cake is a, is an original cake. Uh, the theme has to be exciting enough for me to accept someone's order, um, really? and that's why that's why I'm getting excited about creating certain things. And all the cakes are on an original art; nothing is the same. So that's what I like about this particular thing with baking. Well, what I found interesting is, you know, you and I had not really been in um, in personal contact for probably 15 years, but the glories of Facebook keeps you connected. And I'm out on your Facebook page, and I'm seeing these amazing, beautiful, really, truly works of art on the cakes, not to mention the uh, uh, countertops full of amazing food that you do as well but the cakes the last one I think I saw you that I saw was the uh, Star Wars cake but mm-hmm. yeah I was like how does she do this so, so you're telling us you're doing all this from scratch and it has to be 
exciting. Mm-hmm. So yep. what what was what were some of the most exciting? I'm not going to say challenge or difficult because it sounds like you like the challenge and difficult. I like exciting. What were some of the most mm-hmm. exciting projects you have done? <laughs> um, I well uh, comes to mind was a um, an unexpected call from a bride, a frantic bride last year, and about this time I guess last year, and I I've never thought about taking an order for a wedding cake because to me the idea of doing a wedding cake just stressed me out. I don't know why, but I've always wanted to do one. So one day I got a phone call, well actually someone Facebook messaging me asked me if I am available um, in a week's time or so to do a wedding cake. So to make the long story short, um, she was one of those brides where it got ripped off by a bakery, a local bakery here where the owner took everyone's deposit money and ran away. So all these brides were just a week away from the wedding with no wedding cake. Oh my heavens! And and so I mean, normally I wouldn't take an order, but when I heard that, when she sent me a, a photo of what the cake looks like, and I said, you know what? Let me check a few things. I want to make sure. I went on Amazon, making sure that I can get all the supplies and everything. So I told her, okay, I'll do it in less than a week, and it turned out to be the most beautiful cake. It got the most attention from everybody. I mean, it, it was just an amazing cake with crystals and lightings, and lightings? it was a gorgeous cake, oh. right? And 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 continue to describe it. It just sounds amazing. Crystals and lighting, and what else? <laughs> right. So is um. Well, let me take it back. So that, but I can't remember whether there's any lighting on there. But it it was just a gorgeous cake. Everybody thought so, and uh-huh. it was, and and she wanted chocolate flavor with cherry filling a raspberry filling actually and so um just like yeah just just do your best Lynn you know you only have a week so as long as you have a cake I'll be fine but it just what made that cake so special to me was that Mm -hmm. the story behind that Mm -hmm. was that personally I don't want to give too much personal stuff away from the bride's family but the family has had a lot of mishaps. Something happened to, to their lives, you know, within the last few years or so. And then this wedding happened. And so the following day, wedding was on Saturday. So Sunday, that Kate was able to bring all the family members together. And they haven't been together for the past two years. And they were so happy and they were eating the cake. And that was the most delicious cake that they had and everybody was happy and and just to think my baking and decorations my creativity and my willingness to work with her and it just makes everybody happy to me that's just made my day it is a great story (laughs) that is a great story it's such a a great story of being there at the right time, the right moment, and really giving giving of yourself and and mm-hmm. and and really help bringing that family together. Absolutely. So, what else, what else do you bake? What else is on your baking regimen or treat list or <laughs> whatever we call it? <laughs> well, um, it started out. I, I started out back in 2013 in December. That's when I, I really went out to do my DBA and get my license and, and make sure I have an official name and all of that. But still, as a hobby, and I just started out. You know, a really good family friend of mine came back with a tarot root cupcake. I know to the the to the masses, you're saying tarot in a cupcake. What are you talking about? How, how does that work? <laughs> But to the Asian world, that is, you know, you don't find that, you can rarely find that in a bakery because it's so labor intensive. But so what taro is, is a root. It's like a sweet potato or potato, but it's slightly purple or grayish color on the inside. And when you add sweetness to it, it is just amazing. And so I use that so for it's a long process but you cooked it and then you mash it like mashed potato and you add flavoring to it and all of that and then i use that as a filler for the cupcake and then i also put the flavor the powder flavor in the icing and that's what makes 
a tarot cupcake. So my family friend went all the way from Houston to Austin to see someone who makes that and she makes that trip once in a month or twice or once in every two months just to get the cupcakes from there. And so one day she brought some back for me to try and I tasted and I was like, oh my gosh, you went there for this. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that got me thinking. So, okay, you know what? That's when I started to experiment and start making it. And then from there is history. I mean, I was like, I need to do this. I need to wrap my brain about how to do this, make it taste really good, make it moist and make it organic as much as I can. And you know, what a fun way of raising money from my creativity in home baked goods and give the donations to various charities. I mean, to, that to me is more meaningful than just write a check to give to someone. You so know? that, yes. And so that is another one of this long list of wonderful trend, Lynn, Lynn trend things that you do. <laughs> I'm like, you, you're an event coordinator and you, and you donate so much of this for events. So just tell us a little more about uh, maybe... Um, mm, not events, uh, organizations or missions that you have that you really support through this. Tell us a little bit about that. Right. So <clears throat> let me kind of go back like about 10 years ago to 2010. Um, I started to crochet and I say, oh, okay, you know, I know how to crochet. So let me just crochet one of a kind hats or mittens and gloves and whatnot. And then I would sell them at our McGovern Medical School's annual craft show or craft fair and raise funds that way. So I I was doing that for about a few years until I developed tennis elbow and then I can't crochet anymore. And that's when I kind of fall into baking as well. So the more I bake, the more confidence that I get and I know how to do certain things certain way that speed up the process. And so a friend of mine introduced me to um, this nonprofit organization called Abandoned Little Angels, where they raise funds for disadvantaged children in Vietnam and also um, give scholarship money to medical students, uh, minority medical students here in the United States. And so I started to um, join the organization just to see how it's like. And just, just my luck the following year, the person was in charge of the dessert side of the business for the gala is no longer interested. So I raised my hand and said, can I give it a try? <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, I saw what she's done and said, oh my gosh, how can I do better? You know, and so I got a team, several bakers come, you know, come join me and we got together and then we, we baked the first year uh, we got together and then we, we begged, I mean, we were talking about this gala in May, seven to 800 people at the attendance. I mean, usually they're sold out. So we're thinking about macarons, we're thinking about shortbread cookies, we're thinking about cupcakes and just different things to jazz it up because it is a dressed up affair. Uh -huh. So um, each year, as each year I'm in charge of that, it's getting better and better and better. And so I've been fortunate enough to be doing that for the past five years. And uh, last year was the 25th anniversary. And that was just the phenomenal highlights of everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, it was uh -huh. a gorgeous setup. We had tears going, you know, six, seven story high with red velvet cup. It, it was just amazing. You just have to go through the website and see the pictures. <laughs> well, we want to be sure and <laughs> t tell us how we can find those pictures. And we're going to do this again at the end. But tell us how we can um, just follow your your baking on Facebook and Instagram. Tell us again how what are your uh, what's your, uh, your what are your Instagram caller ID or whatever it's called. I can't remember right now your name. My there we go. Or <laughs> so you, you can look up LT's Sweet Delights. It's LTS Sweet Delights and on you Instagram. Spell it, and you spell it proper. D-E-L-I-G-H-T-S. Mm -hmm. D-E-L-I-G-I-T-S. Right. Okay. All right. Yep. Awesome. 
What an amazing story. Um, that So a friend of mine who I've interviewed bef- uh, before for this podcast, she really believes in give to grow, this concept, and I just love that idea of give to grow, and I really feel like that's what you do. You love doing this, and you give, and then your own... Um, your own uh, hobby business just continues to grow and grow. And so uh, we have one more, but I, I want to talk a little bit about kind of what, what, what were some maybe difficult things that it's, it's been fun. It's been great and wonderful, but what, you know, everybody has like hiccups or challenges. Uh, would you <laughs> mind sharing something along that line and how you kind of went through that? Sure. Um, well, you know, if it weren't for my tennis elbow acting up or, or, or happened, I would, I would have never dealt into baking or anything else. So start out crocheting, then that happened. And then um, being living 20 something miles away from the medical center, instead of driving into work every day, I take the bus, which is very convenient. And, but so there's also pros and cons from there. So anyways, I got into several bus accidents, um, you know, just a, an innocent bus rider. But so several bus accidents later messed my arms up and, and my spine and whatnot. So I had to deal with that. And But the thing is, that is the kind of pain that got inflicted to me. And no one really understands until you go through the same process. I mean, if you have been in a major a car accident, then and you're in, you're injured, you know what I'm talking about. There'll uh-huh. be several people out there uh-huh. <laughs> in the sure. world. So, uh-huh. so that actually caused a lot of pain in my hands. And it, it's almost like I, I have carpal tunnel or, or I just cannot use my hand for, for months. So that was kind of depressing that I can't bake and I can't do anything. Uh-huh. And I was just going crazy going crazy and so you know knowing me I, I i was just thinking one day so okay what can i do now since i can't crochet and i can't bake which i love so much and so last year i guess last year um last one or two years ago i can't remember so i was at work and i said you know what the paper thing you know the paper flower thing's been out there for a few years and let me see you know, if I can do that. And I've never done a paper flower before. I mean, it, it's beautiful at weddings and at parties and whatnot. So I decided to watch a YouTube video, watch one or two, and then just buy some paper and try it out. And so, you know, I tried it and said, oh my gosh, my hands were in pain, but I'm able to curl papers and I'm be a, I'm able to create something creative and beautiful and so I started create beautiful flowers you know sets after sets for my co-workers and then it's more of a, a a motivational piece for myself too to to let me know that I'm still able to do something creative even though I'm in pain <laughs> Sure. And and um, what I created is just something is just beautiful, and and I just want to share that with others. So I started to um, zone into who who needs this particular set of flowers. You know, whose favorite color at work. And so I I'm kind of surprised my coworkers. Uh, like someone had a, a down month or down year, or they're they're just need some uplifting in other words so i i kind of target those individuals first just something to cheer them up you make their day Mm -hmm. so i would say after work and decorate the wall to surprise them the next day and so so i started to do that and i could see the atmosphere was getting better and then people were more cheery and it's just a morale lifter for for people and I start doing that, and, and I just love it. So that's another hobby that I picked up, not knowing that I could do that. <laughs> when I saw those pictures on Facebook, I'm like, okay, I just like two nights ago saw this buffet on your countertop of amazing food, which we need to get back to. Then I see mm-hmm. these cakes that are 
somewhere in the realm of, I, I can't even, des indescribable. And then I looked at your Facebook and I saw these flowers. But do describe, like, how big these flowers are, Lynn. These are oh. not like, these are <laughs> flowers. <laughs> yes. I mean, imagine paper. I mean, we're, we're talking about 60 pounds uh, net weight pound paper. So that kind of thick paper, you have to curl it. And I, I timed myself one time. And a sunflower took me literally a day to make to make it look flat, to make it look like a real flower. Wow. So that's just an extreme, but that's just the kind of work that I do. Mm -hmm. um, but the largest one that I've done so far, probably I don't know, thirty inches wide. Wow. Or so. So some are pretty big. Twenty that's something, thirty inches. That would be fantastic in an office. <laughs> How, who wouldn't have let that make them happy? My goodness. Right. So I, I'm just going to say, Lynn, you, you tend to go big or go home. <laughs> Whatever they do. Well. It's really, I, I just get, I get fatigued sometimes. I think I'm like busy, but oh my heavens, you, you take, you literally take the cake. So tell us, let's go a little back or a little deep or a little bit. Just, um. Uh, how, how, I know we got here with the baking and everything, but really kind of what was it like growing up and did you think you'd be doing this or um, what, what did you think you'd be doing when you were, you know, 15, 16, 18? <laughs> you know, if I knew then what I know now, I would have started doing this a long time ago. Ah. But so for those in the teens or 20s or 30s even 40s <laughs> uh -huh. if you think that you have or even just try it i mean i've always been a shy person believe it or not i i, I grew up my shyness of course <laughs> <laughs> but i you know i used to think that i could do certain things but i was always too afraid to try you know I mean, everybody's going through that, that kind of phase. And you said, I don't know. I mean, so one day I just said, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to try it and see if I could do it. Mm -hmm. And, and so I just found out that I have the knack to pick things up very quickly mm -hmm. and, um, was able to do it, uh, efficiently and, and really good at it. So I'm just exploring any options right now, but for those, you know, um, 17, 16, 17, 18 year olds out there, go with your passion, what you think your passion is, but still always education comes first. Make sure you have your degrees and all of that. Get yourself out in the working world, make your salary, do whatever, but do this on the side as a hobby and see how successful you can get and maybe use that to take over later. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But a lot sooner than me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't figure all these abilities until I was in my 40s. Uh -huh. And so, you know, that's when I said, you know what? Once that 40 hit, you said, the, you know, you can conquer it all, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I said, let me just share the world now with what I can do. And I'm not afraid to share my abilities and, and, and just have fun with it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I look at your resume. I didn't even, I mean, I know we both worked in HR and it's like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, you're just, you know, we believe in lifelong learning. You certainly believe in lifelong learning. And if, if it's not on the, on the HR side of life and the technology side of life, it's on the, <laughs> the real creative side as well. Um, so what do you particularly love about what you're doing now? Oh, gosh, you know, is it's just so happened what I do at work um, kind of revolve everything that I've been doing. And and what's make it so exciting to go to work every day, too, is that I put up events and for students as well as um, doctors and nurses and, and faculty, you know, just teachers and mentors and all of that. And so whenever you have a, a large event like that, and you always want to have something that's kind of creative and kind of think out the box and do something that's creative and make it fun, entertaining for, for this group of 
people because they're we're talking about world-renowned scientists and doctors and you know students trained to be doctors and you know eventually in a few years and so i want to do something fun so whenever um i have a certain luncheon or something when i have the time i would bake certain things and make it fun and creative and offer that to the students and to the staff or, or to the faculty and and also use my paper flowers um as a form of decorations to save us money you know uh -huh. and that's just something is is good to show them okay you know what you could do this to students you know something to distress you and then um and it's just something good to share and i'm able to use my hobby for work and then have fun with that oh, i mean it's, it's so so much fun it's so rewarding i mean i just hear how much you just love being able to blend all this your 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 primary career and then being able to bring in your creative side as well um, I do. Can you give us an idea of what you do now uh, as far as uh, your program manager responsibilities? Um, just to give us an idea, because you do you work, you go like full the gamut. You, <laughs> you, you work with world renowned scientists and um, and then and then you have all the, this multifaceted side of I go and I, I help with events and then I make flowers <laughs> and then I bake and then I crochet and <laughs> <laughs> and I help with fundraisers, and I'm breathless just thinking about it. So. Um, well, um, being as, as is the way with the pandemic right now, too, I mean, we, it was just like something you, none of us ever seen. So I've been stuck at home, you know, for seven months now, working from home. Oh. Yeah, a lot of time, you know, still busy working, but... Mm -hmm. um, but the current project that I'm doing mm -hmm. <laughs> is um, not as much baking, but we're actually, um, I'm collaborating with my mom to make homemade masks for students and staff and friends and family and whoever needs them, we'll, we'll give them out for free. And so the proceeds that I, um, that we made from baking and various projects before i use that to to get supplies to make masks for students and you know for people and so that's what we're doing right now um because they're they're in they're in need of masks you know i can't you know what a better way mm -hmm. of um you know trying to to help everyone out if i have the resources mm -hmm. i have the ability to do it and i know who needs them and i know that my mom's willing to make masks and she she oh my gosh if you can go to my facebook and just go to lynn trin that's my personal side of it mm -hmm you know, different from my baking side of it. Mm -hmm. you, you'll see those masks. She does amazing work. <laughs> I saw those masks today. That was next on the list. I'm like, mm -hmm. I think you get some of this from your mother. <laughs> I'm going to spell yep. your name so people can go find you, if that's okay. Sure, um, it's L-I-N-H space T-R-I-N-H. And I, I really encourage all the listeners to go visit Lynn Trin and also go to LT Sweet Treats and more. Did I say that right? Sweet Treats? Um, L O T Sweet Delights. Sweet Delights. Sweet Delights. Right. Sweet Delights. So, um, so let's go, for lack of a better word, uh, dark for a moment. Um, what's kind of maybe the biggest failure you've ever experienced? Have you had a failure? <laughs> 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 Some, something along that line. Failure. Something that was uh, didn't work out quite as well, but you you got yeah. through it and um, well, live to tell I, about it. How about that? I would say um, dealing with baking. You know, like after you. Well, for me, I, I took for granted at times where. Um, I will procrastinate and wait until a few days before the actual day the customer will pick up the delivery. Uh -huh. And this only happened a few times because I learned my lesson very quickly. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to procrastinate for one thing because I want to make the icing uh, closer to the pick of it so it will taste fresher. Uh -huh. 
Sure. But sometimes I rushed the process and I didn't do it properly and I skip a certain step thinking it will be okay. And it turned out to be a flop. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean a big flop because it, it was for a huge birthday party and and it's, it was a big deal. And I said, oh my gosh. So I pretty much have to stay up trying to make this thing right. So I said, even though you know what you're doing, do not skip a step. Do everything step by step and pay attention to your counts and your measurements. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess that's the only thing. But, you know, that happens, uh, you know, once or twice after a long time. And so I, I, I try to remember, okay, I cannot skip the step. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yep. Totally. Yeah, banking mm -hmm. is... Uh, is one of those that does not get to you have to stick with stick with the protocol exactly <laughs> so i saw something else on your facebook but if, because uh, not only do you take beautiful pictures like physically uh, your, your pictures and of you and, and, and your family are just beautiful but then i also saw you're taking a turn at photography is that is that correct oh i forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> well you know <laughs> That's a side that I really like to is photography. And, you know, I, I really don't pay attention to, to stuff that I'm good at. People tell me about it. And, and so uh, years ago, my, my aunt, um, who was just getting ready to sell her house, and so I volunteered to take pictures for her um, of her, her house to put it up for showing. And, and she... You know, that's when she made a comment that you have an eye for, for, for photography. Okay. You should take up on that. And she was going to um, give me $1,000 to just go out and get equipment so I can start on that. Uh -huh. um, but I told her, no, nah, it's okay. It's not for me. <laughs> and so, but, but I, I knew that, you know, from that time on, I had an eye for certain things. Uh -huh. And so I started to build from there. Uh -huh. um, this is probably 20 something years ago. But so recently, you know, I started to explore the option of taking pictures with people. So I uh, start doing it for fun for a few friends, just, you know, take them out for photo shoots. Uh -huh. And um, yeah, so that's just one of my many hobbies that I enjoy doing too. But I haven't really uh, spend a whole lot of time with photography because I love the editing side of it. Uh -huh. I can sit there for hours uh -huh. making people disappear from a picture where they shouldn't be there. No, no way. <laughs> yes, way. Oh, what do you use? What program yeah. are you using? I'm just curious. Um, well, you know, today's technology is uh -huh. you can do it from your computer. I don't know what program it is, but it's uh -huh. built in with the windows that oh, we have. Okay. That program, then you can also use your phone, uh -huh. photo editing, uh -huh. uh, photo you know lots of photoshop apps out there for your phone oh and yes, also true. on the computer right right but but yeah it's a it, lot of fun oh it it you can go down a really creative rabbit hole can't you with that <laughs> oh absolutely me, so, maybe in another 10 20 years I'll, I'll i'll go more into photography when i have more time and can't do much <laughs> well as far as your photography though our guests can see all your beautiful creations on instagram and facebook so uh, I know. I know. There's just a lot of uh, the fun editing that goes with that as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. So tell us what kind of jazzes you up and gets you going every day. Oh gosh, you know, if I I tell myself that each day I have to do at least one creative thing. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. That would make me happy. Whether if I come up with a certain process to do something or go out to my garden and plant something or oh there's a hummingbird outside so sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm look i'm sitting here in my bedroom oh. you know with my computer going and i'm looking out of my garden um mm -hmm. that I created during pandemic and here comes a hummingbird <laughs> is that where Sucking your papaya tree is do you have papayas? I saw the papayas on your Facebook. I was like, wow. Yeah, so that papaya tree branched out to nine different branches. So it's like crazy papayas. 
And and that was a few years ago, and, and it got killed in the frost, unfortunately. But I just reposted that. But that one tree gave me almost a hundred papayas. What? And uh, so <laughs> I know it's just crazy. I mean, things what, just happen for me. <laughs> what do you do with a hundred papayas? May I ask? <laughs> um, I have friends who want them. <laughs> And you can make smoothie out of papayas. You can eat them as fruit because they have a lot of fiber. Uh -huh. And you can also eat them when they're really green. And you can make a salad out of it. Uh -huh. And because um, for, for us Asians, you, you, it's a great salad when it's still green. Oh, uh -huh. you can go do so much with it. Uh -huh. But, you know, like, like I said, kind of going back to doing anything that's creative. I mean, uh -huh. just, I used to go to sleep with my phone, with the note page of it, uh -huh. you know, right there. So when I think of something, I get up and I type it in my phone right away. So I will not remember the next day. And I tell my friends, this is crazy because when I sleep, I think the best because my brain just keeps on going. It doesn't rest. And that's when I think of things in my sleep. Uh -huh. And then I wake up and I jot down things, uh, creative things. How do, how do I go about doing this? How can I do this better? And it, that just gets me going. I, I love doing that. And I then when I get up, I get to try them. Yeah. And if you don't write them down, you forget because I've tried that. And just just put a pad by your desk, by your or your phone, and get it written down. You can go back to sleep and think some more. And you're not trying to remember what the really great thing that you're going to do tomorrow or try tomorrow. <laughs> I so um, sometimes this is a question that's on a billboard, but since you're a baker, I'm going to ask it this way. Mm -hmm. If you could create your own uh, sheet cake mm -hmm. and it has its own saying and you could put anything you want on it, what would you put on it? Oh, gosh. You know, I'm. it's, it's just ironic that, ironic that, I, you know, I, I do a lot of marketing and advertising, but I just never really want to advertise myself. I mean, I know it is crazy. Like I have my page, my Facebook page out there and everything, but I don't take a lot of orders mm -hmm. from people mm -hmm. <laughs> because not that I don't want to work, but it, it's just, I don't know, maybe that's side of me. I'm afraid to see where it might go. I, I guess that's it. But so I really never think about, okay, what should I put on there? You know, um, I, I just put on your marketing saying, cake. I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could say, um, hmm, don't be afraid. Try your best, mm -hmm. you know, start small. And, and I don't know that that's, that's a toughie. Um, I have to think about that. Well, think about it. We'll come back to it. They'll probably come to you in the middle of the night and you can let me yeah. know tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, um, you know, that you just really inspire others with what you do. What, what makes you feel inspired or like your best self? Mm. You know, is I, for being working to in, in my current job right now because uh, i'm i'm in the department of educational programs so i work around educators quite a bit uh -huh. um and mentors and whatnot so and and brings to mind that i really enjoy teaching people how to do certain things i mean i'm not afraid of hiding my skills or anything like that uh -huh. so and and it's kind of go back to how much I enjoy doing this and the older I get the more I realize this is to teach people how to do certain things like I mean I know that YouTube is out there and it's great and everything um, but I like the one-on-one -on -one interaction uh -huh. and like teaching how to decorate a cake or something for a group of students or a group of my my kids friends I have two girls uh -huh. and um, and one year we did that and they loved it. I mean, I, I baked the cakes, you know, the one layer, six inch cake and have it all ready and made the icing and have all sorts of decorating colors and beads and everything. And then 
I, I tell them to, like a group of eight kids, for example, they team up and they decorate and then they do a contest and then I get to judge. Oh, <laughs> so, nice. So in the process of that contest, I teach them how to do, how to roll fondant, how to cover the cake, how to ice the cake, how to do this, how to do that. And, and I, I enjoy doing that kind of work. Mm -hmm. and, and that goes with baking. But then I also kind of remember thinking going back when my oldest was in fifth grade mm -hmm. and uh, I was crocheting back then. I said, well, you know what? Let's teach these girls who know nothing about crocheting. And we were able to put together an Afghan with the school color and school logo and the school mascot on there, everything. And it was a beautiful 3D puff up rose Afghan. And we, they donate it to the school because that's actually their, that's their first graduating class from the elementary school. So it was a great project. Oh, nice. um, yeah. yeah. And so from, from that time on to now, so you know what, maybe this is something that I could look into more in the future to just to have classes and teach people hands-on and, and show them how to do certain baking things, how to make just regular vanilla cake and then have to decorating. I think that's the big piece. A lot of people like to do that. Oh, I think so too, and we're afraid to do it. I will tell you, mm -hmm. for me, I'm absolutely afraid to do it, and I'm just trying to get the frosting to look okay. <laughs> to heck with the rolled fondant, you know? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that is, uh, I mean, that to me, that is kind of something you need someone by your side to, to watch you do it, and, and, because uh, there's all, I would think there's these intricate steps, kind of like bread baking, little intricate steps on how to, um, how to manage it, how to touch it, how to, you know, do all those pieces so it doesn't just fall apart. Um, right. So kind of thinking about you and your, and, and I, I do have to say, I think you're a Texas A&M, y'all are big Aggie fans out there. I think <laughs> I see quite a bit out there on the Facebook page for that. Um, so kind of thinking, you know, going back and then we're going to go forward. But if you could turn back the time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell, what would you tell Lynn at 18. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Lynn, put your, whatever you can put your mind to it, you can do it. I truly believe of the power of positive thinking. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it, it, I'm just thinking back to this one particular episode way back when the Oprah was doing a show on positive of the mind. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you can Google it and look it up, but, um, what she mentioned on the show was about uh, make a list of things that you want to do and then just tuck it away and then slowly you know somehow it's almost like your bucket list of what you want to do mm -hmm. but then slowly just put your mind just keep an eye on it and see what your goals are what you want to do and slowly the things on that list will be done will get done mm -hmm. and sure enough you know i was watching the show didn't really think about anything of it until a few years later and then I was just thinking okay what am I doing now okay I'm baking so is that one of the things that I'm thinking about or afraid of doing back then but I'm able to do it now successfully okay. and I said yes and then so I move on down the list and I move on down to okay what else have I wanted to be doing you know what else I want to attain that I haven't gotten to yet and slowly, 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 everything got checked because I keep my positive thinking, keep my mind on it. So, you know, I didn't think, I, I don't know, I might be an exceptional, but this is the way how, this is how I feel. If I think that I can do it, I think positively, I think I can do it. Uh -huh. and, and just go and just tackle it. Don't be afraid. I mean, you can try it, and if you really suck at it, then at least you try. You know mm -hmm. that you're not good at it. Just move on to the next thing. Don't be afraid to try because if I'm still shy and I'm not, you know, if I, if I'm not trying to do other things, who knows? I mean, I wouldn't be baking. I wouldn't be gardening right now. I wouldn't be painting. I wouldn't be singing. I what, wouldn't what, be. What, 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 we missed the singing part. What's about the singing? <laughs> yes, the singing part too. 
Oh, my heavens. Oh. Yes, I have the love of singing ever since I was, oh, my gosh, my, my, my teenager years, my early teens years. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I love singing, but I don't sing enough, mm -hmm. um, too. But, but I, I had the opportunity to perform with a, a Vietnamese superstar. She's like a fashion designer and everything. Her <gasps> name is Bao Hun, is B-A-O and then H-A-N. Oh my gosh, she is phenomenal. But I was able to perform singing with her and my other friend for a birthday party one time. And it was amazing, amazing, amazing. So yeah, that's just one of the other thing too that I do to have fun. <laughs> that is a great story. That is just wonderful. So I, I'm going to add that to the information when I write up your podcast information. There's going to be a list of, of all, all the lives you have, all the people you are within the Lynn Trend. Wow. <laughs> So what is one thing we didn't include today you want to, to be, to highlight? Um, yeah. So did we leave anything out? Anything you want to add? Hmm. Well, um, gosh. Well, we talked about so many things. That's <laughs> just so amazing. <laughs> Or maybe I can rephrase it. What's something you want to be sure and leave our guests with today? What is oh. something? Oh, a okay. Message or something. Well, okay. So my message to our guests is that you know, if I, I just want to let people know that I'm. I'm getting teary eyes. Oh, sorry. That I'm just grateful to still have good health and I'm in a position where, you know, I feel that I am able to give back to the community. I mean, you do whatever you need to. And I, I'm just very, I'm fortunate enough to be able to have the ability to do that. So I want to challenge our listeners out there that, you know, no matter what it is that you're doing, as long as you're doing something that's even above and beyond your normal self, do it because there will be other people out there will appreciate what you're doing for them. Whether you're cooking or making dinner, just provide lunch for someone or give someone a ride or whatever it may be. But, but keep, keep doing what you're doing. Um, whatever you're doing the best, just keep on doing. And, and it's, you, you just, it's pretty much like a pay it forward kind of thing. So I'm, I'm just in the position where I'm able to do that. And it's, it's just so rewarding um, to, to see. And, and I just want my girls to see that, that you can make a, di a big difference, whether you're just one person. But you can do so much. I mean, there are just so many things out there that you can do to help people. You know, so I want to challenge people to find one thing that they do best and still continue with it and uh, help the community with it as oh, much as they can. That is lovely. That is lovely. I mean, I see that in everything you do, and I, I, do, I love following you, and just it really <laughs> inspires me to just to keep going and just how much you give back and, and, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a great feeling you get from that, and it also helps others, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so to wrap wrap up, Lynn, tell us one more time how we can find you okay. on social media, connect up with you, see everything fabulous you're doing, from the paper <laughs> flowers to the papayas to the masks to the baking to the event coordination to the cakes. How, how do mm. we... How do we find you to continue to be inspired? Well, you know, if you want to get inspired, just get for, uh, and also just get ideas. Look me up on Facebook under my name, Lynn Trin. That's L-I-N-H-T-R-I-N-H. -I and then also on my Facebook, on my hobby baking side, my initial, a lot of L. 
T apostrophe S, Sweet Delights. And then same thing, LT Sweet Delights, with all in one word, all together, um, LTS Sweet Delights on Instagram. That's all the social media I'm doing, nothing else. <laughs> Uh, but you can find me. <laughs> you are findable. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. When, when you have more time on your hands, when you have that two minutes that you're not doing all these <laughs> other things, we'll, find, we'll look for you on YouTube. Um, oh. Wow. This has been an amazing 50 minutes. Um, it's been two things. Great reconnecting with you for all these years. And, the, and absolutely the second is just sharing your story with our listeners of, all the wonderful things you do and both creatively, but also on how you, you help the community and you're in Houston. I didn't tell people that, but you're in Houston. So and helping your community through the, through, through your creativity. So just many, many blessings that you offer to everyone through what you do. Um, so thank you again, Lynn. I appreciate you being with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been great fun. And I know sometimes that I could be long drawn out, but you know, what can you do? What can you do? We want to hear from you. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, and and for, for someone like me coming to the country at a young age with really nothing, um, we had no money we, when we came to the state. So building from grounds up is, and, and I'm successful where I am. So if you work hard, you will succeed. I will leave you with that. Oh, very excellent words of wisdom. We might have to do another podcast on that one. All right. Thank you so much, Lynn. Thank you, Lisa, for having me. So that's a wrap for today. We've so enjoyed you being with us. I hope you learned something new, got some inspiration, and you are ready to move forward with your own new season. Remember, we are living life at any age. Take some time to visit the other social media sites. Give us some feedback. Shoot me an email on Facebook. And remember, until then, stay safe and keep on living. Cheers.